0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1565. You can take more risks when you invest young, explained by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. For now, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. You can take more risks when you invest young, explained by Kalen Bruce of freedomsprout.com. One reason it's important for your kids to start investing at a young age is risk. You may have heard that with investing, you're able to take more risks when you're younger than when you're older. But what does that really mean? Sure, at face value, it means investing in higher risk, more aggressive things like choosing an all stock mutual fund over a stock bond mix. But there's more to it than that, a larger part. Let's talk about that part. You can take more risks when you invest young is blanket advice. So first, a word on blanket advice. With my coaching clients, I typically tell them to use the stock market to grow money they won't need for at least five years and to use something more conservative, such as a savings account or municipal bonds for money they'll need earlier. But then a question like this comes up. If I need that money in six years, do I just invest aggressively for the first year and then transition into a savings account? If that's the case, what happens if my investment dwindles in the first year? Do I still take the money out? While that's the idea, like with most financial issues, it's not that simple. This is where age comes into the equation. I'm not a big fan of the formulas for everyone because we're all in different situations. That's why personal finance is personal. Here's a popular example. Subtract your age from 100 and hold that percentage of your portfolio in stocks while holding the rest in bonds. In this example, a 30-year-old would own 70% stocks and 30% bonds. That formula may work for some people, but I know more than a few 30-year-olds who would rather have more than 70% in stocks. I was one of them. These formulas rarely apply to everyone's situation. So how does this apply to what we're talking about? Flexibility. The number one benefit of investing young. Younger people can take more risks, such as having a higher percentage of their investments in stocks as opposed to bonds, but that's not really the main thing. The main thing is choice and flexibility. The only way I know to explain this is through an example, two examples actually. Example number one, playing it safe. Let's say this same 30 year old we've been picking on wants to save for a house. He wants to pull the money out for his family's home in four years. So he and his wife play it safe and use a savings account. They've been working hard to earn extra income and are able to save $1,000 a month. At the end of four years, they will have saved $48,000, and with their savings account interest, they will have earned around $360, assuming a 0.5% interest rate, which is a fairly standard rate. In total, they have $48,360, not much more than the amount they saved. So now, at age 34, they can buy a small fixer-upper in some states or apply a decent down payment in other states. Example number two. Taking a risk. Let's say this 30-year-old decides he doesn't like the sound of example one, so he opts for a riskier path. He still plans to pull the money out in four years, but instead of a savings account, he uses an S&P 500 index fund, a fund that distributes your money across the largest 500 companies in the US. Riskier, but more potential for reward. Assuming he earns the fairly conservative average of 8% per year at the end of the four years, his family will have $54,073 to spend on their home, contributing the same $1,000 per month or forty-eight grand total. If the market performs above average, around 16% for the four years, which isn't totally unheard of, they'll have over $60,000. All of that would be ideal, but what if the market crashes a year after they start investing for their home? This is where it pays to be young. At 34 years old, they have plenty of time to come back from a loss and still get to that 50 dollars to $60,000 range, assuming they don't freak out and pull all their money out. Therein lies the main benefit of being young. They can stay flexible. If they would have been in their early 60s when they started, they may not have the time to wait one, two, or 10 years to accumulate the money they need for their home. Young means flexible. When you're young, you're flexible in what you can afford to invest and what you can afford to lose. Since you don't really lose money in the stock market until you pull the money out, younger people have time to wait it out. They have time to change their plans and make new ones. When you're young, it pays to avoid sticking with an exact path and be willing to make adjustments when things don't work out. The ability to stay flexible is a greater benefit than merely investing in more aggressive funds. The ability to stay flexible is the key to earning more on investments. It pays to have a plan A, B, C, and so on. The most important thing with investing is starting young because time is what leads to successful investing. You just listened to the post titled, You Can Take More Risks When You Invest Young, Explained by Kalen Bruce of freedomsprout.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news That's dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I liked the example Kaylin used in this article. It's great food for thought because many people wonder where they should keep the money they're saving for a home and they feel that his savings account is too conservative. Warren Buffett wrote in his 1996 shareholders letter, quote, if you aren't willing to own a stock for 10 years, don't even think about owning it for 10 minutes, End quote. And while this is advice that I live by, it doesn't take into account how flexible someone is willing to be. If you'd like to buy a house in five years, but it wouldn't be terrible if you had to wait 10 years, perhaps investing isn't a bad idea at all. All investing involves risk, but the time horizon is a critical aspect of said risk. So investing in the short term is riskier than holding cash because you take the risk that there could be a market correction right before you plan to use that money. But over the long term, holding cash is much riskier because its value diminishes due to inflation. So you're almost guaranteed to lose money over time. Flexibility on your short-term financial goals may be the secret ingredient to managing short-term risk. If you're willing to say, I'm going to invest $50,000 for my home payment and I commit to not touching it until it reaches $60,000 regardless of how much time it takes, I think that's a level of flexibility that warrants investing for the short-term. And that should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow as usual, so I'll see you there on the Wednesday show where optimal life awaits.